0: First news with Keeler in the morning on WibX and wibx950.com bombshell Scott <laughs> that you're know. not
1: really a bombshell <laughs> but before we dive into this I just want to say Oneida County DA, Scott McNamara in the Studio I have a bone to pick with you okay what's you're your, how uh, old are you? I'll be 60 this year you'll be 60 years old this yeah. year I mean a pepper just just a sprinkle of gray you haven't lost
0: <laughs> one strand of hair off that head what the heck's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> did you meet Dr. Branson 10 years before I did? What happened? It's sickening is what it, it is. It's
1: ridiculous. It's just luck. It's just luck. You, you look know? like you're in your early 40s, oh, well, man. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. But I'm not. I'm not. I'm, you and I are about the same. Very, I, I, I am 56. Yeah, you're a little yeah. younger than me, but yeah. But so. don't
0: look it, apparently. No. And uh, <laughs> that just feels so good. <laughs> so. Okay. We but could, but we no, appreciate. it's not
1: really a bombshell. Maybe to you guys... You're, it, it let's is. just
0: say you're not running for re-election.
1: I have two and a half years left on my term. And so when I ran last time, which was 2019, it was that election cycle, I told all the people close to me that this was my last term as DA, um, because, well, for a couple of reasons. Obviously, the people close to your family and your friends, sure. um, you, you want to let them know. and but. I also had to let my, my office know. I have 47 people that work for me. Right. They, they have to make lifetime decisions, and they need to know what my plans are. So it's not a, it's never been a secret. Everybody that's close to me knows. Um, so it just happened to come out yesterday in a conversation, and then all of a sudden I'm getting all these calls, and it's like, well, what is going I I mean, all I was saying was – in two and a half years i'm not going to run for d a again um, i'll be sixty two years <laughs> old. Um, my wife and I would like to go to Florida in the wintertime yeah, you yeah. can't do that when you 're d a right um, i um you know there's a you know I've got two granddaughters um, I'd like to spend more time with my family and and really, the number one thing is. Uh, the DA job is a hard job, and I'm not whining about that. I, mm-hmm. I'm blessed, and I thank the people that are listening. I thank everybody that's voted for me and given me the opportunity to have this job for the last 14 and a half years. I've been in the DA's office for 29 years. Um, I've been blessed, but it's a hard job, and— um, you know, it's a very contentious job. You're always fighting with lawyers. I mean, you guys see a little bit of that when there's right, a case, right. and then the yep. defense attorney comes on, and I come on.
0: Being a lawyer,
1: I see <laughs> Yes, you know. yeah. <laughs> do. <And>, uh, <laughs> but, but the underlying thing of what we do is just a lot of negative stuff that humans do to other humans, whether it's kill each other, assault each other, sexually molest each other. you've seen in the other. last couple of years. You know, well. it's terrible. And um, mm. yeah, it is. And I mean, you know, you look at stuff like Bianca's case, those cases... Um, run their toll on you and, you know, you just, you, you're always worrying you're going to make sure you can get justice um, but at the same time you you try to put in the back of your head what you see and, you know, you don't forget uh, Bianca's homicide, you don't forget yeah. the bumble crime scene and you know, it's sixty-two years old. Uh, maybe there's something you know a little bit easier to do and less stressful. Yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. so maybe been been I'll be a done talk done? show host. Uh, like, I you gotta know. tell you, <laughs> so you're not gonna run for Congress? <laughs> I didn't. <I'm> not. <laughs> see, I did, that's a whole thing. It's like, where you know, did that come from? I can tell you where that came from. Apparently, John Zogby was on the television and mentioned my name. Okay. So let me just clear something up about Congress. I have not done anything. To run for Congress, and so all the and I watch on the internet. It's kind of funny when you see your name pop up and people are saying crazy things about you. Paperwork, (laughs) yeah, that's the whole thing. There is no paperwork filed. So (laughs) so when you when you're going to run for something, you have to file paperwork. I never filed paperwork. I never talked to John Zogby. I haven't done a poll. I haven't done anything like that. I you know I, I. you know, that's not something that really is interesting to me. But I would say this. Why close the door to it? Right. I don't know what a year from now
0: would hold. Um, there is a reporter in Binghamton who found a trademark, uh, Scott McNamara for Congress. Yes. So, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not and true. the dot com. It's so. not true.
1: Don't yeah. even kid like that. The <laughs> yeah. gavel logo. And, yeah. Uh, yep, but, the logo. Um, no, that's, yeah. not, that's not accurate. I, I don't have any plans right now. I mean, obviously, there's certain things that I would find interesting. And, you know, we were joking before. Before we went on the air, you know, uh, being a DJ for WOUR. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your sister you know, station you, here. <laughs> you
0: know you've driven down the road. You've been 96.9 WOUR. You've done it. I know oh, you've done 100 it. 100 times. Yeah.
1: Rock in <laughs> Central New York. WOUR. There we go. There it is. <laughs>
0: that's the audition right there. That was actually pretty
1: good, too, by the that way. That was good. Uh, yeah.
0: My buddy, sounded a little like my, Peter
1: Hirsch there. Uh, and my good friend, Dr. Rock, Jerry Krause. Yeah, absolutely. that's very good.
0: Good. Very, very good. Um, so, with all of this, um, I, I think it puts pressure on you for the next two years. It's like, okay, now I am, I am finishing out. It's out there now. Yeah, I am, yeah. I'm. You're know, no surmising anymore. This is nope. what you're going to do. It,
1: it, it does, and, um, and to be honest with you, I guess in in a way, I look at that as a good thing because there's certain things that I want to tighten up in the office. There's certain things that, um, you know, that, and I tell people I don't want to go out. On a bad note, I there's certain like one of the things I've been working very hard at is trying to get our um, records in a digital format, so that they're more accessible to the public. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a couple things I would like to see take place um, in the investigative world. I I really would like to see us move forward on having a centralized forensic um, investigative unit countywide. I think that would be good. So there's certain things I really would, would like to um, push forward and try to see happen before I leave. But um, the most important thing is to make sure that the people that are in my office, I got good people, and right now I do. I have phenom- phenomenal people in my office. And, you know, everyone always asks me, did you pick a successor? I don't think it's my job to pick a successor. I hope my successor comes from my office, yeah. obviously. I think <clears throat> um, it's just like if I showed up here tomorrow as a station manager, you guys would all be going, what's this clown doing here? <laughs> what's, what's he know right, about radio? Right. And it's the same thing with the DA's office. If somebody comes from the outside that's never been a prosecutor, they're going to make mistakes. They're going to right. get politics involved where they should shouldn't be. And in my office, I don't have to worry about that. All the people that work for me. So, you know, I would hope it would be somebody from my office. I think it would be better for the community that way. But I think it's up to the public to pick that person.
0: Yeah. Um, Are there any things that uh, that on you just mentioned things that you'd like to do initiatives, but are there any any cases out there, any issues that you wish you could crack something? You wish there's there's a solving of a case out there that uh cases that come to your mind kim simon's
1: yeah that's a big one kim simon yeah i wish i wish we could bring that to a conclusion i realistically as i sat here right now i don't see that happening but um i mean that would be something that i would like to be able to you know that would mean something to be able to give this community um her family closure i don't, I don't see that happening it's, yeah um it's very difficult case but you know that's probably the one that sticks out the most i you know i Correct me if I'm wrong here, and I don't know what you can actually say, but I'm under the impression you know who the killer is, but for various reasons you actually can't say. uh, I wouldn't say I know who the killer is um, because I don't know who the killer is. I suspect certain people, um, but that doesn't get a grand jury indictment. Sure. And – that's one. Two, the evidence that we have to support that is not strong enough to uphold a conviction. So the, the, I have a theory that I believe is kind of what happened, but, you know, I can't stay, say that because if there is some day that we ultimately develop the evidence that we need um, – you know i can't be out there already you know right, accusing right. people sure. or whatever but um you know one of the things we have in that case and i recently received information just the other day that might be beneficial is we have a um we have a slide that contains semen that was collected from her the autopsy and you know, that's one thing that we, have, we haven't we have tried to open that one because the other ones got destroyed when we tried. So we do have a new lead on maybe a lab that can get that open because if they can get that open with the technology we have today with DNA, they can identify, and we're being told that they're in that um, slide that – the semen does contain um semen and semen would actually be able to give us the dna profile Uh so that exists so that's why i'm very cautious i mean that's obviously that's the home run we need um and you know at this point in time you know we're just constantly trying to protect that and make sure we don't do anything to damage it but find a lab that could ultimately get that open um again i don't know if you can answer this uh let's say that's opened up and you can match dna would there be an arrest? Um, well, based on your theory, um, depends. <laughs> it depends. I mean, obviously, one of the people that we think is involved is is since died. Um, the the question is, you know, who raped her? Right. That's, that's the question. Right. Um, that's the question. I mean, but the theory I have, one of the people that is involved is no longer alive. But I'm not sure who raped her and that's where the that's where the complexity of the prosecution lies is being able to put people around the vicinity of her dead body um after it was dead we might be able to do um but proving who actually because here's the thing you have to be able to prove the person that did the rape um and being able to figure out how it died is a little bit more complicated if we could ever figure that out. You know, you know, obviously from the trial that took place years ago, we know that she was struck in the face. I mean, she was, you know, she has a serious injury to her face um, that's consistent with being punched by a, someone that was wearing a ring. Um, but that doesn't, the puncher doesn't necessarily make that person the raper, but they could all be accomplices. So it's a very complicated case.
0: Uh, and that's the one that's, uh, that's the that one. keeps yeah. you up at night. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's well, that's because Stephen Barnes served nineteen years for yeah. it, and yeah. it's, it's you know it's been whether I wanted it to be or not. It's been the centerpiece of of my career. Um, I've done a lot of things in the DA's office as a direct result of that case to better the office and things that I you know I'm proud of. I don't like to brag about because I, that's just not my way. But there's certain things in that, um, the office that I've done as a result of that case to try to make our office better, but also the system better. So we videotape confessions. Uh, Now the state mandates that. I did that long before the state mandated it. We do um, specialized identification procedures where they have to file a checklist. Um, I was way out in front of that the state then adopted those. Open file discovery. Here it is. You have everything. Um, We did that long before. Now with discovery reform, now that's part of the law. I also created a conviction integrity unit. Um, I was one of the first in the country to do that because I always felt that Stephen Barnes should have been able to come to the DA's office, not physically, but in letter or by call by a family member and say, listen, I'm I'm the wrong guy. (laughs) And here's why. And you guys got to look at that. So we do that now with our conviction. Conviction integrity unit and um you know, and that's something that I know my conviction integrity unit other DA's offices have literally copied it verbatim from my policy. So those are things I'm very proud of that we did. And I didn't do them by myself. I had a lot of people in my office, you know, there's been a lot you know, it's not Scott comes up with all these ideas himself. I mean, a lot of people help me, you know, people in my office, you know, like Mike Calusa, Lori Lisi, Grant Garamone, I could, I could go on and on. People that have left, you know, like Kurt Hamline um, and people like that have helped. So there's a lot of people that should get credit for that. You know, obviously I get it because I'm the elected dude, but, um, you know, that's a, it's a, it's a joint effort and it's a team effort. And that's what the DA's office is, is a team effort. Like when we try a case, one person is the lead prosecutor, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, including um, the people that don't get a lot of attention, the the administrative assistants that subpoena everybody, the the victim witness coordinators that work with the victims. You know, there's a lot that goes on that that people don't see. and, And I'm I've been a very, very fortunate man to be able to run that office for 14 and a half years. And hopefully I live two and a half more to to fill it out, because that's what my plan is. All right. And then I'll be rocking Central New York. Rocking Central New York. (laughs) (laughs) 96.9. W-O-U-R.
0: Just always remember, it's W, not W. I get so mad at the Ws when I hear that on the radio. W. You didn't say W, though. Uh, You said W. Uh huh. <laughs> is there a difference between the two? I think there okay. is. Okay. <laughs> uh, Scott, we appreciate it. And, Thanks for uh, having me, very, uh, uh, very honest, um, uh, we learned a lot today, I think. Thank, so. you. Thank uh, you. We appreciate that. Thanks for having me, on.